Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the TTM Sports Show. My name is James Hounsell. And my name is James Harrison. And we are ready now for episode 49, James. 49. We're, we're close to 50. Yeah, we're closing in. Closing in on that half a century milestone, which is uh, an unbelievable feat, really, which we're really happy with. Yeah, I'll be lifting the bat at 50. Um, yeah. S- signaling to the crowd as well. Um, just to let them know how pleased we are. We never thought we'd get this far, really, James, did we? No. Quick shout out to our sponsors, Anstis Ground and Gardens, and also Froome's very own Prestige Paving and Patios. We thank you very much for your kind support. And guys, listeners, if you're from the Froome, Somerset local area listening to this podcast, go straight onto our website. If you need anything to do with your paving needs or any garden maintenance, they are the people to call. Just mention that you listen to the TTM Sports Show and they might be able to do something for you. Absolutely, and we wouldn't be where we are without our sponsor, James, either. So, But tonight, tonight we're going to go for something a little bit different. Yeah. We overload the football, we do overload the boxing at times, and we need to remember, not that we're unaware, but there are many, many, many massive sporting events out there in the world, which, of course, we do follow, um, we are interested in. Absolutely. We, we do know our stuff on all sports, we like to think, to a point. Yeah. Um, minus the odd few, which we'll find out like in, a, in a minute. And fencing. And yeah, not and so fencing. not so big on yeah. curling and fencing. Not, not that I don't enjoy watching them when when the Olympics is on, which we'll, which we'll get to. Um, so yeah, the biggest sporting events outside of football, James, is what we're going to go with tonight. Yes. Um, we've got a list. Yep. We're going to talk about each one individually, and then we're going to come up with our top five, what we think are the biggest sporting events outside of football, because we all know that the World Cup, the Champions League final, the Premier League, FA Cup, even the Carabao Cup for people people like me that support Tottenham are big deals yeah. and there's nothing bigger there's nothing bigger than football but there is world out there there is a world out there so the first one I've got James the Tour de France um, massive uh, the most watched sporting event outside of football is the Tour de France my mm. personal opinion boring 
it's it's so bold. I, I I mean, who do you know? You know, you know Lance Armstrong. Well, he was a cheat. Alberto Contador. I yep. think it might even turn out that he was a cheat. Yeah, Bradley Wiggins. Yeah, we've had some good ones. Mark Cavendish. Chris Froome. But, but this is from a British perspective. But I mean, apart from that, I mean, have you ever heard of anyone? I think the thing with the Tour de France is it's one of those things which is highly respected um, in terms of... Physical human phys- endurance. Exactly, yeah. So it's one of those where it is highly respected in terms of if you compete in that and you win that but, but i would watch a mountaineering event you know the race to the peak of everest a five-day event i would watch that over the top of the tour de france which is true but the tour de france has a lot of prestige attached to it it's also got you know it's it's the it's, yellow jersey yeah it's got a bit of there's a bit of romance around the tour de france in my opinion you know the the alps going through the alps it, it's you know, it, it's still boring. I, I would still rather watch Brighton against West Ham. Yeah, absolutely, and and, and believe me, I would too. I, I'd actually probably rather watch Fleetwood against Barnsley if it was a playoff game, semi playoff, semi final, second leg. Yeah, I would. But um, you know, Tour de France for me. Yeah, it, like I said, it's one of those where it's it's a real respective thing in terms of physical endurance so if, if you are successful in the Tour de France it, you can't mess about with that mate. I, I wouldn't like, I mean you would have to say it's a contender for top five because it's you and figures alone so commerciality sponsorship advertising prestige the, you know yeah human history. endurance you have to it ticks all those boxes but let's you know I'll pick another one out now um, Wimbledon the Wimbledon Tennis Championship Finals, the number yeah. one Grand Slam in the world, most prestigious, uh, prestigious, sorry, um, well over a hundred years old. It, it, for me, a different sort of endurance with a lot more, I would say, technique. Um, and then yeah. also, you have the storylines, you have the drama, you have everything that, and, and you who do have the romance, you also have the prestige attached to it. I would rank Wimbledon as one of the greatest sporting events in the world. Yeah, I think what I like about Wimbledon is the, you know, somebody... traditional? Somebody can go from nothing to a household name in the space of two weeks. Well, we've seen it with Emma Emma Raducanu, yeah. Admittedly, not Wimbledon that she went on the one. But yeah, like you say, yeah, she was a household name after Wimbledon. Do you know what I like about it, James? What what I like about the, the Wimbledon is other tennis tournaments around the world, there's no real, like dress code is quite you know Wimbledon yeah. has a distinct dress code you have to be predominantly all in white yeah, clothing to, white. to play with because I think that's wonderful you can't play on the tennis pitches unless you are a member of the All England Club or competing at Wimbledon through a qualification process so you can't you know I suppose you could be a billionaire and buy a membership to the All England Club and play however for the normal average person and that you know that does make it through the tennis world and gets onto that that center court you mm. and I both know that alongside Wembley, that's probably the most famous grass that you you know you you play sport on in, in the world. Yeah, yeah. W- Wimbledon is it, Wimbledon's huge. Um, is there I, any I've, other more famous grass than that? I mean, Lords, you know, for yeah. instance, could be up there. <coughs> Tw- Twickenham. Ah. <laughs> where where wherever they play polo. It's probably Oxford Polo Court. Or the, yeah, all the grounds at Eton. But no, <laughs> yeah. I, I but yeah, no, you're right. Wimbledon. Wimbledon, Wimbledon's up there. Wimbledon's huge. huge. Um, drama, um, actual actual entertainment as well. You know, a game of tennis lasts, what? When you see Murray. Two hours, you know, in, in the ebb and flow of a tennis match. And the How many times le- has he been two sets to love down and 4-1 in the fifth, uh, in the third? Yeah. And he comes back and wins over yeah. seven hours. Yeah. And you watch it at 11 at night when they put the roof over centre court. You are cheering yeah. every point. And the, uh, the the atmosphere inside centre court yeah. is, is electric. 
it is absolutely electric nothing you, like you can't, it yeah you can't mess with that and and yeah Wimbledon's got to be respected um, in terms of entertainment as well I'd say entertainment value the final of Wimbledon on a Sunday afternoon absolutely always always a banger really isn't it? Yeah. unless it's Djokovic a steamroll or someone but even then you've got to respect Djokovic I, I do I respect Novak 100% yeah and we've been very lucky actually where we've been blessed with a, with a golden generation well, of the tennis era, players there was five there was five there was Federer Nadal Djokovic Murray and then at different points the fifth person changed so you had Kai Nishikori you also had uh, Stanislav Vavrinka. Vavrinka even at the beginning of that though you had Robin Sword who was uh, who was you know exceptional? So there was always that fifth wheel. But Wimbledon for me, uh, that's in my top five, and I'm going to call that immediately out. And I'm going to say Wimbledon is in the top five. Not sure what position, but I'm, it's yeah, in there for yeah. me. Do you know what, James? I tend to agree with you. Another one. Let's go down the list again. Then so. Um this is quite prominent at the moment as well, but I I believe uh, certainly in this country and obviously down under the Ashes. The Ashes is big. Well, it's old, isn't it? It was the the actual cricket bales and yeah. stumps that were <laughs> yeah, burned yeah. to signify the death of English cricket a hundred years ago because we were outraged at a loss to, to to Australia. Over the past twenty years, it's ebbed and flowed. I think that what broke the stranglehold of that um, Australian team from the early nineties to the, you know the early noughties mm. um, was the two thousand and five yeah. most famous Test series ever. Is when we finally broke through, and since then we've had the better of it. You know, down under we've won once when we absolutely. Demolished them. Uh, Australia then tend to win down there, but the last couple, it, it's more up in the air, more even Stevens. But again, history, unbelievable. Uh, um, you what know. I like about um, cricket, sledging, particularly Test cricket, it's mental. It's it's a real mental battle cricket. And and again, you talk about endurance, a Tour de France. Talk about endurance, a, a five match test series with a deteriorating wicket yeah different wind and weather conditions play in you know when when teams have to enforce the follow-on it's a different mental yeah. psyche it's it's absolutely it if you madness. get if you get you forced to, for, you get for forced to follow team. on you get forced to follow on down at the mcg and you're under the cosh and day three <laughs> and on a wicket that's crumbling yeah you're in or, big or, trouble. or you're 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 following on on day two and you know that they've got a bat twice and and you're you've got 120 on the board and, and you've already lost well, a wicket in the second innings and that is up, pressure. James, when I was growing up, I'll say 98, 99, around that sort of time with the War Brothers, Shane Warne, yeah. Brett Lee, Glenn McGrath, Jason Gillespie, you know Andrew Simons, uh, Langer. You, you also had. Who was the other opener that they had as well? Pontin. Oh yeah, Ricky Pontin. Absolute class, class class players and was like you know I'd turn on Sky Sports and my dad used to drop off my uh, drop drop off my my, 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 my stepmom to work and it's 6am he'd come in and get me up and saying are you watching the rest of this before school and I'd watch it and you know Andy Carrick you know Caddick Andy Caddick uh, yeah. is you know in England are, are you know 75 for 7 you know and <laughs> hanging on and then you'd wake up the next morning and in bat Australia would be 700 for 1 or you know 200 <laughs> for 1 and you'd think my god However, when it's nip and tuck, you know, like like uh, the innings from Stokes in the last series in England, mm. where he pretty much got over two hundred odd to keep us in and batted over a day. Um, unbelievable! I, I think history, prestige, mental toughness, physical endurance, drama, sledging, yeah. the the back and forth in the media, the fans, yeah. uh, the Ashes yeah, yeah. is huge. The Ashes is it's brilliant, and it also Test cricket in general, but always comes to prominence in the Ashes throws up one of my favourite sporting roles, James. Do you know what that is? The Night Watchman. The role of the Night Watchman. Absolutely, what an yeah. absolute beautiful, brilliant, <laughs> witty, 
clever concept the night watchman just is just pad it away just get just if you that is that is a job and a half if you get thrown in and, and quarter past four in the afternoon yeah, there's two right. hours left you're 80 for six yeah. and, or, or, or 80 for four and you say look it's crucial that you just pad it away and some wonderful um demonstrations of that was the uh in cardiff in 2008-9 i think when we had it and monty panasar come in and did a wonderful <laughs> job and we you know went to stave him off but other times it's gone wrong uh so stuart broad's gone in and he's bowled within three bowls and uh, stuart broad cannot bat man that that guy well, sometimes he can nah, but, you know, he's had some he's had some good innings but that man oh, as a rule that man can't bat absolutely. just a quick one james uh, at the moment topical at the moment Cricket's in, in, in pieces. Cricket's in the toilet right now, isn't it? Disappointing. Um, backdrop to the ashes coming up at the moment. Um, just worth talking about. Not only have you got the racist scandal going on, back and forth in there, mudslinging, um, all that. You've also now got the captain of Australia's had to walk because he was sending lewd text messages. To Steve a Smith? No, not Steve Smith. I can't remember his name. Steve is it the Smith. one day captain or no test? the test the test captain I can't remember his name his oh, name escapes point, me Pointing or something no not, uh, not Pointing, not Pointing but it was no it was else. Steve Smith but obviously um, they had the the, um, the ball tampering yeah. scandal and then and now this yeah so um, yeah cricket's in the mud at the minute um, when's the Ashes get going a couple of weeks absolutely a couple of weeks down there absolutely um Tim Payne. Tim Payne. There you go. That's his name. Tim Payne. What was the story around Tim Payne? He was sending lewd text messages to a former employee or former colleague um, in about 2017, and they've just come to light now. And he's had to step down as uh, captain. Is he still a player though in the team? Yeah, he's he, well, he's the captain. Yeah. He stepped down. Yeah. So um, anyway, so that cricket, the Ashes. I'm I'm having the Ashes. I think the Ashes is decent. Um, I've got the next one then. Yeah, go on. I'm going straight in the uh, the heavyweight boxing undisputed title fight whenever that rolls around and you know every 20-30 years at this rate but (laughs) for the undisputed heavyweight boxing championship of the world I believe now that the WBO is considered to be uh, a big player it's the fourth belt and then you'd have the IBF the WBC the WBA the WBO the less favoured IBO is the fifth belt Joshua as a holder and then also the ring magazine belt yep. chucked in a potential six belts could even be seven if you include the lineal championship of the world how much of a big split if, if Joshua if, if, if Joshua was to beat Usyk just putting it out there if Joshua was to beat Usyk Joshua would turn up with IBO, WBO, WBA, IBF. Tyson Fury, on the other hand, would turn up with the WBC. He would have the Ring Magazine belt, which uh, which works out who is the best. If you are the man at that division, <coughs> you have that belt. But also the lineal championship, yeah. the man the who beat the, the man who beat the, the man. Lineal, yeah, the lineal is the one. Although it doesn't have a physical belt, it's still recognised as a title. Know, yeah. So there'll be seven, seven titles on the line. I think that would be probably one of the most watched sporting events in history. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, I agree. The the let's just say the lineal because the lineal, you know, generally w- will have all the belts involved. But the undisputed heavyweight championship. Yeah, of the I'm not world talking is, an IBF man. No, you know, no, no, talking, no, 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 no. We're know, talking undisputed. We're talking the you know the two biggest bulls locking horns. And yeah. What I like about heavyweight boxing and, and certainly world title fights. Um, is I just love the concept of, right, who's the hardest bloke in your country? 
we're going to bring our hardest bloke over to your country and, and we're going to see who's got the hardest bloke in their country. Like when Usyk came over, and it's a fair play to Usyk, he came over to London to the to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the home of football, and um, he came in pretty, failure, pretty much on his own as, as the hardest bloke in, uh, in, in the Ukraine. And who did he bring with him? Probably Andrei Shevchenko and, uh, and, Vitaly, and Vitaly Klitschko. Klitschko. <laughs> and that, would have been, that would have been all he'd have had with him. And they'd have been wearing suits and they'd have looked a million dollars. But and, and he'd come over to London against our so-called, you know, the hardest bloke in London. And he and he beat him. And he, that, he that, beat, I believe that there's extenuating circumstances mm. behind that. I don't think that, you're just going off topic, I think Anthony Joshua uh, tactically got it wrong. <laughs> I really do. I think he, but, he didn't utilise... If you were to say to AJ, yeah, this guy's gone, you know, he's burgled you or something. Or he set fire to your car and it was a street fight in South East London on a Saturday <laughs> night. Who's winning that fight? Anthony yeah. Joshua yeah. is winning that fight. But in, and, you know, but in terms of hurt him. in terms of in terms of boxing, he was outboxing. Yeah, he was. Was he was outclassed actually. Yeah, um, because he was starting to come back into it in the mm. sixth, seventh, and he had he had Usyk hurt, but he never jumped on him. And I, I also I, think there's a mental complex with Joshua he was since he's been caught. Mate. Yeah, he, he was. He was well beaten. But you wouldn't rule him out of winning the rematch. You wouldn't rule him out because when you're Anthony Joshua, there's always a chance. And Anthony Joshua is a world class operator, but. I so back, back to the podcast yeah. so the heavyweight boxing undisputed championship I would I would definitely have that as a major yeah, to- contender totally agree totally agree the heavyweight title is is very very big in, in terms of sports certainly for us as well um, the Olympic Games yeah absolutely 100 metre final yeah but but the Olympic Games as a whole spectacle as well I would say is, is a massive I would even go as far event. to say that would be potentially touching the number one spot uh, it's difficult to say what's bigger. Uh, the Olympics is um, all inclusive. You know, every country's got a chance. It's not just the big sports. It's not just the glamour sports. No, it's, you know, it's, people it's will fencing. sit there and watch the final of the uh, archery and really enjoy it. Yeah, and and you know, and it will mean a lot to because win that. It's, and you it's, get it's national pride. It's national pride, and that's what I like about you know Team GB. Yeah, you know, you, you talk about Team GB. You know, as a British person, I'm very proud of Team GB. You know, all different types of people, athletes, sports, um, levels of, of dominance, like achievement, and that. You know, from the guy that finished silver in in the in the BMX in to the uh, swimmers that were winning gold medals. You know, and, and the triathletes and everything else. You know, that was a brilliant event, wasn't it? Absolutely fantastic. The mixed triathlon, yeah. To, to to the judo guys that are getting silver and, and bronzes and the boxers. Yeah, you know everything. You know, there's a lot of things to get behind with with the Olympic even in games. the equestrian world the cycling it just goes Charlotte on and Dujardin, on an absolute monster <laughs> on the uh, on the equestrian I think the uh, Olympic Games is a spectacle um, yeah. that's in the top 5 this top pre- 5 is becoming very well. packed this top very five is becoming packed. a top 10 yeah. Uh, yeah so the Olympics for me I, I think is next is one right for me um, you know I would uh, I would really have to put forward the Monaco Grand Prix in Formula 1 um, I think that is an absolute massive spectacle I think the whole Formula 1 circus is huge especially mm. uh, right now it's coming straight back into the public eye with a vengeance it's uh, absolutely brilliant I'm absolutely devastated to be working Sunday afternoon and will miss uh, the, the, the Formula 1 however what I will do is take a 10 minute cigarette break just to catch <laughs> the opening two or three laps <laughs> Yeah, I, I, me personally, I'm not a massive fan of um, 
F one. Oh, it's I, brilliant. I, I, res- no, I respect. It's it. I respect yeah. it obviously, and 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 I respect. And Lewis the reason Hamilton why it's come back is because there's a genuine title Exa- fight. Exactly, and that and that is that that is the issue for me. Like with a lot of people with the F one, you know, I remember back in the sort of mid to late noughties when it was very good, and Hamilton was just coming on the scene with the Iceman. You know, was it Nico Raikkonen? He was the Iceman, wasn't he? Kimi. Um, Kimi Raikkonen. So who's Nico Raikkonen? No, you would have been talking about Nico uh, Rosberg. Nico Rosberg. There you go. Yeah. See, and this that just shows how disconnected I am from the F one, yeah. but Felipe but, Massa. But back yeah, in the day, I think yeah, it is, it is coming back, and it's good to see um, because you know the F one's got. It's one of the most prestigious sporting events in the world. The Monaco Grand Prix, the track layout remained the same for nearly fifty years. Yeah, the problem know? with F one as well, though. So Lewis Hamilton is quite clearly the best driver. I would say yes, N- you know, but he's always had a he, recently. He's had a very good car. Yeah, match. that's what I'm saying. But he's got the best car. Yeah. So if you put the best driver or one of the top three best drivers in the best car it's very likely that guy's going to win yeah I'd agree with that and I think um, obviously regulation changes into Formula 1 next but, year will dictate that where the cars will be very similar and the, uh, again that's and an, then it will come to the four who's the best that's another thing about um, but then surely the F1, but, then, but then on the other side of the coin I like it the way it is because it's it's the peak of technological advancement yeah. between massive car manufacturers yeah. so you have you have Mercedes going up against Ferrari who are going up against Aston Martin who are going up against Renault who are going up against Honda and they're all fighting out to see under a particular yeah. set of regulations who can have the best car and clearly at the moment you would argue and say uh, arguably Mercedes are uh, you know because it has a bearing effect on car sales around the world it's bigger than just Formula 1 it's bigger and also again you don't you know the Indy 500 is big NASCAR is big you know Formula E is big but the reason it's the same what we were talking earlier in golf the Open in Wimbledon, in, in tennis, it's Wimbledon. In Formula One, it's just simply classed as Formula yeah, One. It's the number one formula of motorsport in the world. It's one of those um, things, uh, you know, that sport has become now big, um, big business. Um, you know, the the amount of money that something like the F1 would be making on hospitality packages and, and this sort of it stuff would and sponsorship. Football. Uh, yeah, you know, that, that sort of stuff comes into it. And that is, you know, you, you talk about it being the Formula One circus. It is almost like a traveling roadshow, but that roadshow is is Serious worth business. billions and billions it's of billions business. and billions of pounds. Yeah. Um, and, and everything else attached to it. It's almost like a vehicle for many, many different things. I would it, say as a sport, if we're ranking the top five sports like, I, I, in the world, I think put, Formula 1 would be right up there. I'm going to put, you know. put a statement on it because I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, James. I'm not the biggest F1 fan. I respect it, obviously, and, yeah. and, and, and I would watch it if, if it was on or whatever. Like I don't dislike it, but... In, but you're um, intrigued to watch the start on Sunday, aren't you? To see who gets pole and stuff like that. I, know, I can, you know. I can take it or leave it. I'm going to be honest with you, mate. I can take it or leave it. It just doesn't. Oh, it's just happen. Twenty points it clear. Twenty five points it for a for win. Me. Lewis it, is it, going for the most all time, you know, Formula One World Championship. He's up against it. Then you've got the FIA, the lead and regulator of Formula One at the moment, seeming to back every decision <laughs> against Mercedes. Yet Lewis starts last on the grid in the sprint race, finishes fifth, then has to take another five place grid penalty again. Starts from tenth in the main race and wins it with controversy as he overtook Max Verstappen who turned into him but no punishment yet Lewis still won um, you know that's physical endurance yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's yeah. physical endurance I think it's mental endurance and also technologically it's uh, yeah, a wonderful but, sport uh, yeah, I, sometimes with F1 and this is my word the actual product that is being that is being presented to from my mind mm. which is the race would you want to be watching flag that to flag. 57 of the Turkish Grand Prix if everyone's in position and there's no overtaking? Exactly. Yeah. Is is the spectacle of the Formula One bigger than the actual race? 
So what's the attraction with the Formula One when you look at it objectively? Is it like you say the circus, everything else attached to it, the the, the glamour, the, yeah. the, the you know, the the sponsorship, the 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 prestige of it all. If there was a Formula One race that had been passed off and signed off and it was gonna be in Bristol and you got two tickets, would you watch it? Well and it was F one, yeah. actual F one and yeah. you know Hamilton and yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um yeah, but the tickets would be, you know, £700. Yeah, but if you were given them. If I was given them, yeah, but I, I would go to anything, sport and event that I was given well, a free ticket Well, I wouldn't go to, to the, the fencing world championships. I'd, I'd, what, if it was in Bristol? Yeah. And there was going to be 50,000 people there at Ashton Gate? Yeah. You wouldn't go? I to... wouldn't go to the fencing world championships. No. <laughs> Here's well, Borodziewski from um, Romania taking on the Lithuanian <laughs> in the final. It just bores me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, but that's a little bit how I feel about F1. So uh, F, uh, look, look, it's down to personal opinion. F1 wouldn't be in my top five. Okay, so uh, what have we got in the top five at the minute? In no order, we have got the heavyweight boxing undisputed championship. I think we can safely say that's in. I think we can safely say the Olympics is in, and and for me as well at the moment, uh, it's it's still in there. Is the Ashes? Yeah. Tour de France doesn't quite make it for me. Um, Wimbledon, I would say, is you know that's four. Yeah. Um, Monaco Grand Prix, I'm not having it, mate. Okay. But, um, okay. And, and that goes the same for Le Mans 24-hour okay, Grand Prix, fair uh, which again I respect as an endurance event. 24 hours driving a car. Yeah, unbelievable. I yeah. mean, um, I did it um, between. Yeah, you did, yeah. <laughs> I did it, between... but you didn't have a professional racing driver <laughs> with uh, ridiculous horsepower under intense pressure yeah, uh, in I, front I, of the world's cameras. But I was going down the M6 at five o'clock in the morning on no sleep with yeah. just a Starbucks coffee, and everyone else was asleep. Yeah, and it was pissing down with rain. I was trying to get to Goodison Park by seven a.m. Now that's pressure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I did offer to drive because I would have got you there even quicker, but you would have accumulated a whole wealth of. Uh, criminal uh, charges uh, for that but better less said yeah. uh, from there the next one we, uh, yeah. Super Bowl what are we saying about the Super Bowl uh, don't underestimate British, how big that yeah, is yeah from a British perspective again don't underestimate how big it is in this country as well when the, when the it NFL makes Sky Sports News for one day when the NFL goes to um, Wembley that sells out instantly yeah, when the NFL go, and bearing in mind that's um Hundred thousand or ninety thousand. Well, off the record, would you be adverse to a 39th Premier League game being held in America at the Rose Bowl? Uh, that is a different conversation for a different day, and one exactly. I'm definitely willing to have. But it, uh, there's a lot of factors in that. In that, I don't like it because I, we I, could win the league in America or something. It'd just be, uh, it uh, be no. Right. I think it should be the first game of the season, right? Or somewhere in the middle. It shouldn't be the first, or it shouldn't be the last game. You of mean season. All, all twenty teams go away for a weekend, and you have, but then again, it wouldn't work, would it? Because you can't play ten games in two it, days. The difficult, the difficult thing with that is, you're always going to have the argument, and this is way off topic, but I'm willing to have this chat. Someone went down by a point because of the 39th game. Yeah, and that. For, uh, so if you're Norwich and you're in a relegation dogfight, you want to have uh, a home and, and you get well, it yeah. wouldn't be home, but and you and you they do the draw for the 39th game, and it's Norwich have got to go uh, play Man City. And Man City are in a title race with Liverpool, and Liverpool have got to play Chelsea. And it's and not fair. It's is not it? fair, yeah. is it? But the Americans do it. No, they don't. That's a regular league game. So you would have Liverpool's home match. So against you would Man have City would be just would, held in America. Yeah, you would have thirty. But you're both games, away. But yeah, that's sort of thing. You're you're basically playing one of your fixtures as a neutral. So it does work in the concept of a 39th game. But the issue you always but, and have, and you'd have to rotate it year by year. So City would play one at home one year, and the reverse would be no, 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 no. It would always be. It would always be. So you wouldn't want to be a club that lost a home game, would you? 
No, but it wouldn't be one of your home games. It would it would be an so let's say you game. play your first so you play 19 home games 19 away games but you then play an additional game at a neutral venue which could be in Abu Dhabi for example or in the Rose Bowl in America you could say two points for the win one for the draw to mitigate any circumstances but, because but it's then, a bonus but, point but then that takes away what's the point of it then it would have to be three points, but but the issue you'll have, unless every club agrees to it and they say, fair enough, it's worth it for the money, we don't care, we'll, we'll just take it as it comes in terms of a draw. So if you're Norwich and you get Man City, tough, but you're going to get £2 million. Pounds. Yeah. You know, that's you know. but anyway, that, that could be a podcast in itself. Yeah, that's, but, uh, but back to this, I, I understand it's massive. I get it, it's big, it's huge. It, I, I, you can't, it's undeniably peak american prime time yeah and there's a lot again the, the halftime show yeah, again it, so it know, comes back into what we're talking about is the spectacle bigger than the event exactly whereas you could argue that in my in my opinion you know the top five biggest sporting events i think that's got a massive shout well, i think that yeah i wouldn't watch it myself but i i, I understand see. and respect I would, it yeah no the, no the super bowl is is great american football is, is good mm. um it's that's another one which is very Men- mentally um, mental endurance you know the quarterbacks what they have to do is unbelievable that is one of the, the hardest catching it at the other end has got just as tough job. yeah but the, but you know the, the quarterback he's got to call all the plays he's got you know he's in constant you know he, he's it, it's on again, him the pressure again, a on a quarterback shootout, a penalty yeah, shootout yeah, yeah, in a yeah. World Cup final well you could say about anything you know yeah. last putt in the Ryder Cup you could exactly. say you know match point at uh, Wimbledon which brings us on nicely I mean the Super Bowl I, do you know what I think my sporting now has to take over here and has to say as a global spectacle yeah it has to be in the top five <laughs> but it's a big top five. The top. This is going to be hard. Exactly. This is going to be hard. Exactly. Because I think the Super Bowl. I, I. I'm going to put a question mark by it because I. I agree. I like it. But if we're talking about from a British point of view, you and me as British men or British British citizens and what we've grown up with in that, were you? Watching, you know, the Grand National. Yeah, the Grand National. It's a rite of tradition. It's a rite of passage on the Grand National. You'll be at work and someone comes in and you'll chuck a quid in as a sweepstake. Exactly. You know, the Grand National Your big. dad would come back on a, on a Saturday morning and go, right, guys, I've got all your slips here. Yeah. Who are you picking? And you look at the best one with the horse's name. But as you get older, you start to understand odds. Yeah. But uh, no, I think uh, the Grand National is a staple of British life. It's a British tradition, yeah. You know, Because everyone from your nan all the way down to your little brother would would be interested and you would all sit around the telly and watch the Grand it National. It would bring families together. It brings exactly. work together. Even, like, I, bet, I bet even in jail there's vets going on <laughs> the, the Grand National. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Everybody knows the Grand National. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. But again, is it one of the biggest sporting events outside of football? Annually? Uh, yeah, it, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because it's, it's done with, it's over and done in a flash. The, the Grand National it lasts about five minutes it does I, I, when you compare I that to a five day test match because I'm a British traditionalist I would have that above the Tour de France I would yeah, yeah I really would yeah yeah who won the Tour de France last year I've got no idea who won the Grand National a horse <laughs> this is a thing like these things the events but I watched it yeah yeah I, I watched it as well I can't honestly can't for the life of me exactly, remember exactly but I didn't watch the tiger, tiger, you know, did you watch did you watch the final leg going into the uh, Tour de France, of the Lise my, of the Tour de France? Uh, my dad's very big on cycling and he, he watches the Tour de France religiously every year um, and I have quite often watched the Tour de France with him um, but 
Don't. I wouldn't watch it on my own. I only ever, I, I've only ever watched it with him. Really, it's a bore fest. I would. Yeah. No, rather... it's not boring. I, I do respect the Tour de France. I respect I, it, but it, um, I'm yawning talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't put it in the top. Five I would much rather watch the boxing undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. You know that fight for me would be much bigger than the Tour de France. Also, I would put, I would, I, you know, I say, what, what else have we got on our list of things? One more on our list, which is the, uh, or two more. Uh, what we got? A Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup Ryder is, Cup. especially in the UK, uh, I, I think uh, it is absolutely magical. Um, well, Europe as well, the exactly. Europe and, and obviously in America, America they love their. Golf. Now, commercially, yeah, is it as big as the Olympics? Probably not. Is it as big as the Ashes? Probably. Mm, it probably is bigger. Yeah, is it bigger than the Wimbledon final? Mm, it probably just. Is it bigger than uh, is it bigger than the Super Bowl? Mm, no. No, I don't think is it is. Is it bigger than the heavyweight championship? Probably probably not. No. Is it bigger than uh It's bigger it, than the sort of France. Yeah, is it bigger than uh, the Grand National? Mm, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Is it bigger than the Monaco Grand Prix? Uh, In de- terms of commercially. The Ryder Cup. It's a similar. Uh, it's a similar it's sort every of, few years. If the Monaco Grand Prix uh, was every four years, that would elevate it. Yeah, but the Ryder Cup's what every two years or every three years. Four yeah, four yeah. Years. But the Ryder Cup is and the, and the Monaco Grand Prix is similar sort of people that would be going to corporate hospitality at those things. You exactly. Know? It, it's, yeah. it's high class. It's not, yeah, that's yeah. not. They're not working class um, sports. They're middle class, upper class. I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say it's top five. Um, I'll definitely say it's top 10 100% cast mm. iron in there um, yeah, but the we, have to, the be, we cup, have to be ruthless yeah here. the Ryder Cup's big mate the, the Ryder Cup is big and the last one we've got is the Rugby World Cup slash the Six Nations um, again for me I only watch England in it um, dependent you know would you watch England against Tonga in the Rugby World Cup um, in a group game no. probably not but would I, you watch the final if England were in it yeah, absolutely yeah, I, 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 I watched the last, last one and we should have won the last one then it didn't turn up well did they? we got um, the sing, singer got, was it sing, Sinclair yeah he got injured he got injured in the first minute didn't he knock out cold um, I my, well my my mother-in-law is a big um, rugby fan and I actually on the last World Cup because it was early because it was in Japan I actually went and got a McDonald's breakfast and went and watched it with her so um, I definitely do watch a rugby World Cup I don't Cup. think it's in the top five a lot of people would argue that it is um, particularly if you're a rugby fan um, a lot of people do like rugby we don't necessarily but I believe it's more upper class still um, I yeah. I do. Same as tennis, I think, and cricket. I think it's for upper class people. It is. See, like you have the streets of football, for instance. If you're good enough, you get yeah. all the way. I believe there's, let's say, certain blockages in rugby. You could argue and say, right, I so uh, Mona Vudapola, uh, he wasn't brought into a silver spoon society. No, but Owen Farrell was. Uh, you know, you have to look at people well, like Danny Cipriani. Exactly. Well, okay, you know, Andy Farrell. So, okay, then Danny Cipriani, for instance, you know. Yeah. And you look at people like Michael Dawson. And you just listen to the names. I mean, Martin Johnson. Lewis Moody. Exactly. These guys. They're um, private school boys. Exactly. And, and I think for the common fan, that... for the common fan. Mm, yeah. Um, difficult one because and, and the Six Nations is good like England against Wales at the Millennium on a Saturday night at 8 o'clock you'd watch, you'd watch that wouldn't yeah. you I, I um, would watch that actually uh, rugby union, not rugby league rugby union I remember me and uh, me and my missus we went to Bath to watch England against Wales in um, in rugby we went to the Pig and Fiddle in Bath which is obviously Bath's a big rugby city um, and that was such good atmosphere it was such a good like good time um, well let's pick the top 5 and we'll see where it factors in yeah. Um, we'll start at number five. 
Rugby World Cup. <laughs> you know, um, I, I would argue and say in... in Let's go down them and lesson. we need to rule some out. So Tour de France, we're saying no. No. No way Tour de France. Although, respect Tour, respect the Tour de France. I think it's um, got to be in the conversation I think if, you, if you're the yellow jersey... Uh, you know, you wear the yellow jersey in the Tour de France. You are the man. Well, unless you've got five or six of them, like Lance Armstrong. Yeah, but he was a drugs chief. Exactly. Um, the Ashes, I'm saying I'm maybe on the Ashes. Yeah. The Olympic Games is in. in. The Olympic Games is in. 100%. N- no way it's not in. Ryder Cup. We're on, like, the, fence on the fence again. Heavyweight boxing, in. undisputed championship of the world is in. Um, no matter where that is, that could be in Las Vegas. That yeah. could be in London. That could be in... Mexico City. It that could be, be in, in Saudi Manila. Arabia. It could be in Saudi Arabia. That is a big event, regardless of where yeah, it is. In you the world could have it in Greenland; it'd still on. be huge. Yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, rugby, rugby world, world cup. cup iffy. Not sure. I think Wimbledon. I do I, believe I think, it is. I think yeah, it is in. However, wait till Grand National's not going to be in. I'm afraid because no. it's not one of the biggest events. No, time. respect it, Grand National brilliant love to watch it i yeah. think it's a fantastic yeah. thing and it, like you said it brings families together yeah. everyone has it you know it, it's good but it's not one of the biggest sporting events outside of football monaco grand prix again i've made my feelings known on the f1 i'm willing to see where it comes into the shuffle but um for me monaco grand prix is not in there yet the le mans 24 hour i'm not having that and the super bowl yeah. is another one where i think it has to be respected in its so global... what we should do is look at the two or three that we've got definites on, and I think we need to decide. Yeah, so the Olympic Games is in for me. I would say that is number one. I do you know what? I I agree. I think the Olympic I think Games. That, I think the Olympic Games is the pinnacle of sport. Yep. In my opinion, I would say winning an Olympic gold medal is a bigger achievement than, or it's up there with winning the World Cup in football I'd say having an Olympic gold medal you know is up there astronaut sort of status yes. not many people have them yeah some people have got multiple Olympic gold medals which is incredible some people have got Olympic gold medals across different sports mate I would happy just to be taken to, to be known as Olympian um, but no look oh, that's yeah. number one from there for me heavyweight boxing undisputed championship of the world uh, for me is next no doubt I think that's huge in any generation any era no matter what city what country who's fighting for every, it every single person huge. every single person on the planet could name you an, uh, um, well, they could name you an Olympic gold medalist from their country. Yeah. If they've got one. If not, they could name you one from another. Yeah. Um, every single person. Name a boxer. Na- uh, name, if you went to anyone in the world and say, name me a heavyweight champion of the world, they would name you. Past one. or present. Past yeah, or present. Absolutely. They would name you one. They yeah. would say Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, but everybody knows who Lennox people Lewis. Are. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so everybody knows. So I would say, yeah, I, I agree Number with that two. one, James. If you were to go up to the average person on the street and say, uh, name me uh, somebody who's played for England and won the Ashes. That's what you would hear. Radio silence. Do you reckon? 50-50. Not uh, 50-50. I think most people can name you a cricketer. But depend- they yeah, in this country you can, but but not... in the wor- Anyone in the world, yeah, yeah. So if you went to Lithuania, is- you would have no idea. <laughs> well, you know, there's some, some Lithuanians are actually very hot on their cricket. I'll have you know. Um, so boxing heavyweight world champion. Heavyweight. Undisputed. Yeah. So that's that. Um, so what we're saying... Wimbledon is Wimbledon in is there. in there at the moment. Um, it's that's, it's, it's, it's a go, four or five, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think that's name me an American. Name me an American footballer. Tom Brady. Super Bowl winner multiple times. Won it last last year with the Buccaneers. Um, and he's about 38. So Odell Beckham Jr.? 
Uh, he's at. He plays for. Um, who did he left? The only reason York. why I know him is because there's a he's namesake. Because Beckham, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, he was at the New York Giants, but he's now gone somewhere else. And I can't for the life of me remember. It. I think it might like be the Saint, uh, the Cardinals, maybe. No, they're, they're, well, look, there you go. Um, I, anyway. I, I think that would be number five. It's in, and actually, no, I think the Super think the Bowl's Super bigger Bowl could, than Wimbledon. I think the Super Bowl's bigger than Wimbledon. I'd go number three with a Super Bowl. Uh, any argument for the Ashes over the Super Bowl? No. Any argument for Wimbledon over the Super Bowl? No. My personal choices would have both of those two sporting events over the sport over the Super Bowl. However, mm. I recognise that the Super Bowl yeah, is I bigger. Think, I think the Super Bowl is number three. Yeah. Just purely because it's America yeah. as well. Um, so the Super Bowl is in at three. Then we, I think, oh, then go is Wimbledon. Wimbledon or Wimbledon or the Ashes? I think Wimbledon because it's more Wimbledon. global. Yeah, absolutely. And then the Ashes, and then that brings our top five. Do you reckon? Yeah. And the, the ashes. Yeah. And I think that's so a, that means brilliant how these lists work themselves yeah. out like live on the podcast. Yeah. We're working it out as we go. Um, that means then that there's no place for the Tour de France, which you spoke about. There's no place for the Ryder Cup. Yep. Are you not having the Ryder Cup over Wimbledon or the Ashes? No. I have to agree. I agree with that. Uh, Rugby World Cup slash Six Nations? Not over Wimbledon. Not over the Ashes? No. A lot of people will disagree with us there, but I'm going to stick with you, James, because I agree with you. Well, the Ashes is uh, like about 80 years older than the Rugby World Cup. The Rugby World Cup well, has only been going only since the 1990s. Yeah, it's only been professional since 1997. Exactly. So as far as I'm concerned, the Ashes is more history and prestige. Yeah. Um, no place for the Grand National. No. Fair enough, but a big shout out to the Grand National. If this was UK events, it would be in there. We should do another video on the UK events. Yeah, no, uh, UK, it's, it's in. If it was UK yeah. only, it's in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Monaco Grand Prix, I'm not having the Monaco Grand Prix over Wimbledon or the Ashes. No way. No way, shape or form. I would beg to give, differ. Give me Tim Henman all day long over Nico Rosberg or someone like that. Or what's his name? Max Verstappen. Who was the German guy? Michael Schumacher. No, not Michael Schumacher. Um, newer. And he won loads and then he just retired. Yeah, that was Nico Rosberg. He beat Lewis oh, was in that one Nico of those. Yeah, he retired oh, okay. in 2016. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, Rosberg. Sorry. Well, look, no, 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 so no place for the Formula One. Le Mans. It's a shame. It, yeah, but it's. Look, I can do 24 hours continuous driving. I bet, I bet they don't. I bet they stop. Yep, so, okay, and then, um, well, you did stop three times, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, for you know, a piss. Yeah, but what, what are they supposed <laughs> to do then? Are they not allowed? Well, no, well, so they don't go to sleep. They drive They constantly. take it in turns, I yeah, so when yeah. they Yeah, so when they're not driving... The they, team is driving for that time. Yeah, well, well the team was driving for uh, when we went, but only I did in driving, so... Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, I'm not having the little uh, Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl's in, so yeah, there we go. We've got the top five then, James. So, so in, yeah. in, uh, in reverse order... The biggest sporting events outside of football, UK, from the UK perspective. Number five, the Ashes. Definitely. Love the Ashes. Big shout out to the uh, England cricket team, who are going to take home the Ashes this time. We I hope, think. yeah. We hope. Um, number four, Wimbledon. Particularly men's Wimbledon final. Yeah. Or any yeah. any nighttime centre court match, which we spoke about, which is electric atmosphere. Um, number three, the Super Bowl. I don't think you can deny the Super Bowl. You've only got to look at the money involved as well, you know. Um, an average NFL player probably earns what a good Premier League footballer earns. And bearing in mind, there's a lot more NFL players than yeah. Premier League footballers. Yeah. Um, and, and if you're a quarterback of a good team, then you're earning Lionel Messi money. Yeah. Um, number two, boxing heavyweight, uh, the world heavyweight boxing champion, undisputed of the world, is in at number I two. I think that's huge. I think it's huge as well. Um 
to be basically honest, who the hardest man in the world is. yeah basically yeah. yeah but within a very strict rule structure um ufc heavyweight champion would beg to differ yeah yeah uh, and and but my personal opinion is uh, use your fists yeah i mean in a hundred years time ufc may well go on to be bigger than boxing because it's had that time to build the prestige and that's fair enough but uh, right now the prestige involved in boxing is more than, than Absolutely. UFC. Absolutely, it's just the politics that's ruining it, but that's yeah. another story. Uh, and the number one that we've picked is... Is the Olympic Games. I think the Olympic Games, outside of you know football... The and also it, sport. And, and you could argue that the Olympic Games is bigger than the World Cup. You could argue that. I wouldn't agree, but you could. the argument could be had. Um, the Olympic Games is the pinnacle of sport. Like you said, James, earlier, uh, being an Olympic gold medalist is equivalent to astronaut levels of... Um, Prestigeness prestige and remote and, success. Yeah, and you know, rising above the pack. Yeah, um, absolutely. In terms of I, I do your, think your we ability. need to do another one though on on the UK. We should do another podcast, the biggest top five sporting events in the UK. Look, to all the listeners out there listening, I hope it's been a good debate for you. We've gone through a load. I mean, I know a lot of Tour de France fans may be uh, <laughs> absolutely sickened by the decision to <laughs> obliterate it and uh, and omit it from our top five as F1 fans as well. I do sympathise, and also the Ryder Cup. Um, you know, I do feel a sense at the heartstring at that one. However, <laughs> however, for commercial ability, for the size of the event, um, I, I think uh, you know the Tour de France. You know, I think with the Ashes, uh, that that was up for debate. However, I'm happy with the top five that we've put forward. Uh, my name is James Harrison, and my name is James Hounsell, and we'll see you all again very, very soon. Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.